Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up, agency owner? If you're new here, I've got a free ebook on how to scale your business to multiple six and even seven figures by overcoming your dependency on referrals, doubling your profit per project, and removing yourself as the main bottleneck in your business. All you have to do is DM me the word gift on Facebook at Brent Weaver. That's facebook.com slash Brent Weaver. And I'll send you your guide on how to achieve freedom in business and life. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver. And today we're hanging out with Ben Marcel. Ben is the CEO of Torapath Technologies, which consists of two divisions, an MSP business, as well as a digital marketing agency. He serves SMB professional services companies in the Baton Rouge market. He is also the franchise location owner of a Code Ninjas school, teaching future web developers and agency owners how to code by building video games, which is super cool. And Ben is also a Goldman Sachs 10,000 small business graduate, as well as a recent Baton Rouge business owner, uh, 40 under 40 honoree. Ben, good to have you on our program today. Brent, awesome to see you. Good talking with you. I'm glad to be here. I just want to start with like a, a virtual hug because, dude, you've been one of the biggest advocates for our company that I think we uh, have on record. You have done an amazing job at at suggesting people to join our community and sending us referrals. And I think you also just do a really great job at staying in front of mind with your strategic partners and your clients. And I just want to tell you, man, it's been a real privilege to uh, to be being on the receiving end of a lot of your generosity. Yeah, I appreciate it. And the biggest thing is elevating our industry, right? If we continue to add more value through programs like YouGurus, it's better for everybody. So I'm not shy about referring you, uh, anybody that I meet. Well, and I have to say, uh, for our audience, you know, Ben, actually, uh, you do a really good job at sending people like great stuff. Like some people send gifts. And literally the other day, I, I'm I'm going, I, I you know, the doorbell rings, I, I go up and, 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 you know, a box or a gift had arrived and I open it up and it happens to be a, a king cake, like a big, like not like a little like small thing, like this huge king cake. And I just got to tell you, man, my family devoured that. One of the coolest gifts I've ever received uh, for sure. I'll have to send two next year. You, you told me <laughs> it went fast. I'll, I'll hide one from the rest of the family, right? <laughs> So I love that you do that, right? I think you've got a lot of intentionality in in your business. For our listeners, can you just paint us a picture of your digital agency as it is today? Like how many people do you guys have? Who's a typical client? What's your core service offering? Yeah, sure. So I started this company back in 2007. So we're going on 14 years this year. And the digital agency part probably started about three years in. And it was really... The result of people asking, hey, can you build a website? Can you help me market my company? And there was a lot of winging it for a while. And then I started to gather these resources that would help me build this to be an actual agency. So instead of just building a website and launching it and releasing it into the wild, it was more methodical of, hey, let's develop this roadmap for you. How can we make digital marketing a part of your business? So usually that is a website build or refresh in the beginning. But then once it launches, we have these steps that they can take to to 
promote their business and drive traffic to the website. And increased lead generation is really what we focus on in conversion and the, the tactics that make the most sense for that business, which we determined through discovery, which I learned through the 10, 10K bootcamp three or four years ago. Nice, man. Well, uh, love the plug for uh, for bootcamp. Always uh, love seeing people learn those tools and being able to add value. I mean, that was a big part of our program was just simply teaching people how to deliver more value to their clients. A lot of people thought like, oh, we're going to teach you how to sell a $10,000 project was more about like, you know, just getting clients to agree to higher prices. But I think really it's, you know, the, the, the big trick is how do you just deliver a lot more value, right? How do you find more value? How do you deliver more value? Yeah, that was a critical point in time for our company, which I'm very thankful for going through the program. We're a team of 10 now. So we were starting to grow, getting more clients, having to add more team members. And it was, it was really trying to determine how to work smarter, not harder, and be able to sell smarter and not have to work harder for the sales as well. So it helped from the sales process standpoint, as well as internal processes. Dude, congrats on the success and momentum. I know that the reason, one of the reasons that we're going to get together and talk today uh, is actually a very different topic. And that's kind of general uh, wellness, mental health for entrepreneurs and people that are working in the digital space. A lot of people come on our show and other shows and we talk about how awesome everything is and how, how they accomplish really awesome things. And sometimes we talk about some of those hard times, but I think that this last year has been a really trying time for like all of humanity, but also a lot of people that work in the digital space. Like, I mean, it's, if, if we, we didn't feel lonely and isolated working in home office businesses before where we could at least go out and hang out with friends and, and do our thing. Right. I mean, this last year has been, you know, both a blessing for a lot of digital firms, but also like a big challenge on a lot of different fronts. So what's, um, what was the catalyst for you to making this something that you wanted to, to talk about? I had this trigger moment back in September, and now that I'm starting to advocate for mental wellness for entrepreneurs and and definitely digital agency owners, uh, I've really kind of dove deep into what are are these trigger moments? And you know, we have sometimes where it might be a, a an actual physical nervous breakdown. You know, thankfully that wasn't mine. So we need to be prepared to identify these trigger moments proactively, even the smaller ones, so that they don't lead up to bigger trigger moments. So for me, in September, I sat down one day and I just felt overwhelmed with everything going on. Yeah, we're, we're a year into the pandemic currently. We're about seven months into it at that time. And I sat down, I was like, when was the last time I took some time off? And that was that trigger moment. And I thought back on it and it was Thanksgiving week in 2019 that was my last full week off. And I took the family to Disney. So it really wasn't time off. It was work vacation, managing the family. And my in-laws came and you know, it was just a lot going on. You had your own family and then you had like the extended family, which is, yeah, sometimes the opposite of a vacation, like amazing, fun, good time. But like, it's not a, it's not like a, a mental health or a general well-being reset all the time. Exactly. And sometimes we joke about it that we need a vacation after a vacation like that. So so back in September, I was thinking, man, I hadn't really taken any time off. I'm just going to pick a week and I'm going to take some time off. And there were some goals that I had set on this time off to, to disconnect, to really work on some things that I've been putting off 
there was a book that I wanted to read called Deep Work by Cal Newport. Um, I also had a pool being built and it was, it was going to be finished around that time. So I wanted to enjoy the, the being able to jump in the pool for the first time. So I really started to prepare myself for this week off. I, I prepared my team. I prepared some of my clients that still kind of reach out to me directly and, and bypass my team. And I think I did a good job setting the expectations that this is really important for me and really important for me to be able to continue to lead this company and help us grow and, and deliver the, the products and services of being a digital agency. So what I really wanted to figure out was how do I make the most of it? And I had this, this moment where I said, you know what, I should go talk to somebody. And there are different paths that you can go down. Uh, I chose to find a licensed therapist. I wanted somebody who was formally educated in psychology and, and know how to talk with somebody about dealing with stress. So uh, I kind of set some goals on trying to find somebody that would be a good fit for me to, to talk with. How did, I mean, so a couple of things. One, you had this kind of triggering moment of realizing that maybe you had not done enough self-care. Was that just more of like an epiphany of like, I'm feeling kind of stressed out and I, I really think I might be close to maybe another moment that might be even worse for me kind of thing. So, I mean, you had, I mean, thankfully, yeah, you know, there yeah. was no, like, you know, we, we didn't get to rock bottom. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I know you, you, you're very open about, you know, reinvention for you summit 2019, but then even going back to 2008, right. When you were at your rock bottom, you're very open about it. And you talked about, how you don't want anybody to have to go through anything like that. And I think that's one of the biggest reasons why uh, I'm, I'm advocating for this. But thankfully, I, what, I just felt it coming. I, I felt like something major might happen if I didn't take action. So uh, I sought out somebody and, and I, I was trying to figure out what was the best path for me because I've talked to a lot of other people about this. Some of them have business coaches and they'll, they'll, they'll set aside time for mental wellness. Some of them have life coaches. Some of them have mentors and, and business partners. So there, there's a lot of different paths that you can take. And I wanted to go the formally educated licensed therapist route. So I asked for a referral from one of my friends who's in that industry and asked her for some guidance on what should I be looking for. And she gave me the names of three people. And I ended up writing down some goals. You know, how often should we meet? How do we set our goals? Have you ever worked with entrepreneurs before? And I was able to run through these questions with, with them and interview them. So I tried to be systematic in my approach on deciding who would be the best fit. I remember I was interviewing the guy that I eventually selected. It was about 6.30 at night. I'd just gotten home. He had called me back. And my wife kind of walks in the room. She whispers, who are you talking to? I said, hang on, I'll tell you after. Uh, so I told her after. And she, uh, I said, I'm looking to go talk with a psychologist. And she goes, is everything okay? I said, everything's okay. I just want to make sure it stays okay. And I think that mm. was probably the best way to summarize it quickly to her. I also followed that up and, you know, me with, uh, I try to be humorous. I said, if I ever invite you to come with me, then you might have <laughs> cause for concern. But, and she respected that, you know, she's like, okay, noted. <laughs> yeah. Now you have to be careful if you ever invite her uh, and it's not a, you know, it's just part of the process or something, right? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that we've gone through a lot of great parts of that process, even though we've been uh, just have been six months or so. That that first meeting I actually scheduled the week before I was taking the week off because I mm. wanted to go into that week with as clear a mind as possible. And it was really just kind of a it was a it was a way for me to unload everything to somebody who could give me an unbiased response and analysis to what I was going through. And we also wanted to rule out anything clinical too. So I'm adopted. I don't know my family medical history. And I know that mental illness can be hereditary. So we went through some assessments to rule out anything clinical that might need to be addressed as well. So I think that that's very important because you have the the clinical side, the actual diagnoses that, that would occur versus somebody that you can use to help you process through the stress of, of being a, an entrepreneur. Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to tell you about one of my favorite white label partners, E2M. They can help with all your website design, web development, SEO, and content needs for your client projects. This includes WordPress, WooCommerce, Shopify, BigCommerce, Webflow, Duda, SiteGlide, custom PHP applications, and much more. Have peace of mind when it comes to your outsourcing needs. Let E2M become an extension of your team so you can grow and scale how you want. Check them out today at E2MSolutions.com. That's E, the number two, M, solutions.com. All right, back to our show. You know, you kind of mentioned it with the, pro- the, the stress of being an entrepreneur. And a lot of people think, I did at least, I'll, I'll, I won't tell you what other people think. I'll tell you what I thought. I thought that when I got more successful, that my problems would go away. And while there is some truth to that, I had some problems at the time, right? Like, let's go back to that moment in 2007, 2008, kind of that period where we had been putting a lot of energy into our business and we weren't really getting a lot out of it, right? We were getting a lot of bad things like debt and you know, problems with the IRS and a lot of um, overdraft fees or whatever yeah. um, from, from redlining, you know, constantly, you know, I kind of thought like, oh, if we just made more money, like all of these problems, all of my problems would go away. And I think that the, what I've learned now is all of those problems went away. The ones that I specifically had at that time, right? Like not being able to pay, make payroll like on time or um, yeah. not knowing where our next client was going to come from or you know, not having enough money to to pay our internet service provider or whatever, right? I mean, some of those decisions that you have to make early on that are hard decisions when you're like sweat equitying your business. But then what happened was we finally started figuring some stuff out with our business, making some good moves and like learning from people, getting mentors. And it wasn't that all of those, you know, all of those problems went away, but guess what will happen, right? They were replaced with a whole bunch of new problems, right? And then like yeah. we solved those problems and then like more problems came. And you know, and I've and I've told people, and I've made the mistake of telling. I remember my my wife still gives me a hard time about it because early on in our relationship, it was like I kept saying, like, "Well, just let me get over this one, let me just get this one thing done, and then everything is going to be golden, right?" And right. I think after that never happens. Of, yeah, never after comes. a couple of years, she was like, "Brent, have you ever considered that this is just what you've chosen? That this is just how it is, right? That you." Or an entrepreneur, and part of being an entrepreneur is 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 having to constantly solve problems. And for me, that was like a huge epiphany of going, wow, like the goal isn't to get rid of problems. The goal is maybe to develop better tools and systems to solve problems and then maybe yeah. to deal with 
that personal, physical, emotional side of being in a position where you're having to constantly solve problems, which is very stressful, drains energy like crazy, sometimes very quickly bleeds out into the other people around you, whether it's family or friends or lack thereof. Yeah. And and I think I, I really like that you caught this in a moment where you said, everything's okay, but I just need to make sure it stays okay. Yeah. And I think a lot of us Gosh, Ben, that sounds like a really nice idea. But a lot of people, like, they let it get to where the the cup is boiling over before they kind of go, oh, crap, I have a problem. Any insights of how to, through your therapy stuff or any tools around how to identify potential trigger moments or to give people, like, stock of self-assessment? I mean, the one note I took was, like, hey, when's the last vacation you took, right? I think for our listeners out there, like, that's a really good, easy one. Like, when's the last full week you took off? where you weren't half plugged in or you weren't, um, you know, still taking client meetings. Yeah. So one thing that I I try to do is reverse engineer how I got to that point, you know, similar to how we set up digital marketing campaigns, right? We know what our end goal wants, what we want it to be. We want to get a hundred new leads generated from our, for our client's website. Then we have to reverse engineer, you know, the impressions, the clicks, the conversions from the website to get those results. So I use the similar model to identify all those little things that kind of happened in the past that led up to that moment. Now I'll share a few of them with you because I think it's important to, to share our stories that, that will resonate with others. Like, like you mentioned earlier, you know, with overdrive fees and payroll and all that. Hey, look, everybody listening, that is normal for a lot of businesses. I went through the same thing when I was really more of the solopreneur at the time in, in like one, two employees, but ha- being able to overcome those challenges takes a lot of resiliency, right? So I like to share these different things that happened along my journey that kind of led up to September when I had that trigger moment. I think you talked about it you, earlier. You hit the nail on the head. I went through 10K bootcamp in the fall of 2017. And then in the spring of 2018, I went through Goldman Sachs 10,000 small businesses and so that was like six months purely focused on growth, strategic growth, and, and how to really set the company up for success. But nowhere in there did anybody talk about being mentally prepared for that growth. And Notorious B.I.G. put it, put it best in, in most concise, more money, more problems, right? And that's, that's kind of how I started to feel after those programs. I'm putting these great things into place, and we're starting to grow. But then these new sets of problems just kind of start to, start to arise. And I think one of the other moments that I look back on around that spring, summer of 2018, Gary Vaynerchuk came out with a, a video that he posted on his Facebook. And it's called It's Lonely at the Top. And it talks about how we can feel very lonely. There's nobody to blame above us as an entrepreneur and, and agency owner. And that everything that goes right and everything that goes wrong in your company is your fault. So how do we prepare for that? And he talks about the tech industry specifically. And I know with tech startups, there, there's a very high suicide rate in the tech startup industry because of the pressures with you know, the financial backers and, and trying to deliver on, on ideas. And, and I feel we're kind of in that same boat with the level of creativity that we need to have with our projects that we work with and the standards and the deliverables and and 
what we're, what we're actually giving to our clients and meeting their expectations. So that video really resonated with me. I actually, I watch it all the time when things are going good and when things are going bad that help me kind of put that, that mindset back into place that I do have resources. And that's the big takeaway that I, that I have is I want to make sure I'm not lonely at the top. And now I have people to talk with. I have people to lean on. I have resources that I can tap into. So I started to identify all these other areas, these things that, that would kind of pop up in the day-to-day life of, of owning an agency and running one. Managing people is probably the biggest one and just the unexpected that comes along with it. I always love to tell the story of the, the oatmeal story. Uh, one, of my, one of my team members, Michaela, she's probably going to listen to this. Hi, Michaela. I was coming into the office one day. I, I was energized, ready to rock and roll. And I walk into the office and it smelled burnt. I was like, what's going on here? She had put oatmeal in the microwave, but forgot to add the water. So my day started with a near fire and total loss of our office. And we do, we, we have a physical office. And that, that was like the first part of walking in the door and starting my day at work. So these, these things that are just unexpected that will come out of left field from people, your employees, your vendors, your clients, you just have to be prepared for it. And I was going to say ben, that resiliency. And I, I feel like we have, you know, quote unquote, we have to put out fires all day and you're yeah. literally talking, you know, I love your story actually is a literal uh, potential fire where, you know, a team yeah. member, you know, you're like, gosh, man, I feel like we use that metaphor of like, I'm a firefighter in my business, but like you almost made me a real firefighter today. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, employee absenteeism is another one, you know, and, and I always respect my employees health and if they need to take time off, whether it's men- for mental reasons or, or, you know, being, being ill, but that is one thing that can really throw a wrench in what you have planned for the week for you and your team and your company. A few weeks ago, walked in on a Monday. And even before I walked in, I got one call that said, hey, my kid's not feeling well. I'm going to need to stay home today. And then a few minutes followed with another text saying, hey, I'm not feeling well today. I can't I can't come in. So we're short two people automatically at the start of the week. And I don't know if that spread, but we had another person out the next day. And so having to fill the holes is the other part of that unexpected when it comes to, to managing people. And, and thankfully, sometimes we have to identify and develop some processes around that too. So thinking about some of these items that we're talking about today should spark some ideas on different processes that we need to make in our company. Like if an employee's out, do we go check their work list and, and um, appointments that they had set and try to help fill in? And having that more in a written form and a process develop rather than winging it will help reduce that stress because you know you can follow that process systematically, make adjustments to it if you need to, but you actually have something to follow rather than than just winging it. And I, I love that, you know, part of it. Um, but I, it's so hard because sometimes it's like, man, even just that realizing you don't have a process for something for an entrepreneur, it's like, add one more thing to that to-do list and, you know, yeah. oh, wow, and I just also have to go call this person's, you know, four meetings for this today and go and reschedule those. And now I have to go in the project management system and I got to push those forward. Right. And all those little like micro stresses. I mean, I think it adds up for people 
into that point where they maybe are going to have a, a breakdown or a triggering moment, or they just feel, I mean, I, I've even felt it before where I feel like I'm on the verge of a breakdown. Like, yeah. is today going to be the day that it like, you know, I have like this Jerry Maguire moment and I like, you know, quit and throw my briefcase up in the air kind of thing. Um, you know, and, and I think that's, you know, I think I'm, I'm sure everybody has felt that at some time of like being, uh, being really stressed out. Right. I mean, I think if yeah. you're, I love some of these resources that you've, you, you've shared today. Ben. <laughs> I have so many places I want to go with this, but I, one, yeah. one question I have is the therapy process. Obviously I want you to, you know, t- tell, tell what you're willing to talk about, but was there anything sure. uh, through that process of seeking out professional help? And once you actually started working with a, a trained professional, and I think this is so interesting too, because you mentioned earlier, you're kind of an accidental entrepreneur. And I think a lot of us fall into that camp of kind of like, learn by doing in our trade. And we can make a lot of money in that way. Right. Whereas most industries like doctors and dentists and therapists, like there is very specific training protocols and tools that they are taught. That's very uniform. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of quality control, if you will, in, in that kind of stuff. I mean, some, whenever I talk to people that have that kind of licensure, I'm always like, blown away by the tools yeah. and the approaches that they take. Was there anything that for you personally was surprising going through that process? Not really. And I think it was because of the conversations I had during the interview process, you know, we set expectations with each other. And I love the guy that, that I picked. Uh, I asked, Hey, have you ever worked with entrepreneurs? And none, none of them that I interviewed said yes. Right. But he responded, but I am an entrepreneur, you know, <laughs> I'm going through some of these same things and I think I can help you as well. So, and he has a team of of therapists that he leads. So sometimes I feel like I'm helping him as well. And maybe I should start sending him some invoices for, for my time, <laughs> helping him work through them, through some things. But no, I think we had a very, very clear path on what we wanted to accomplish. And it was really how to process stress better. It was how to set boundaries better and how to deal with the highs and lows of being an entrepreneur. Those are really kind of the three areas that I wanted to work on. And look, a lot of times I'll, I don't have anything bad that's happened. Everything's great. And it's good to be able to celebrate that with that resource as well. But then if like that week that, that I had the employee absenteeism, that was a week where I was like, all right, man, you ready? <laughs> Because there were some, some other things. We had a, a client call and curse one of my team members out. <laughs> you know, it, like, like it was really, really bad. And now you I, got I, your I, stress and you got your team. Yeah. Now you're like, okay, now I got to give my team member tools or space to process that because that could have been a low yeah. point in their career, right? Exactly. Exactly. And having to manage that client too, because I, I was on a Zoom call, an important Zoom call, and I get I see a text like light up and I'm like, oh boy, what's going on? Is the employee said, I just had to hang up on so and so. I was like, Oh, that's not good. So I had to get through that and then go talk with them and then kind of go into that that crisis mode to try to figure out, hey, is my team member okay? And then is this client going to still be a client after this? So yeah, a lot, a lot of different things that we work on. I meet, I meet them every two weeks. So it's a good frequency in which I can kind of take some notes and identify some things that we want to talk about. And, you know, we started off with kind of my persona, right? So like, I'm very fun and easygoing, laid back, always happy. 
Um, I, I am the first one to hop on the dance floor at U Summit when Cupid Shuffle comes on. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> and that's, that, that's the truth. That's the truth. There are plenty yeah. of, yeah. There's videos, I'm There's sure. There's videos, right? Yeah. But those types of personalities tend to bottle things up. So that, that's what we started working on first is, you know, what are the scenarios where I can maybe open up a little more to a team member or my wife? You know, like a lot of times I would get home and my wife would be like, Hey, how was your day? I was like, eh. She says, You want to talk about it? I was like, No. And that was it. Mm. And one thing that I learned was instead of saying no, I would say, Not right now. And that was one key thing that I learned. It's, it's basically this, almost the same answer, but I've started to actually follow up and say, Okay, I'm ready to talk about this. And, and from a marital standpoint, you know, that, that, that produces a pretty healthy interpersonal relationship within a marriage. So some of those things we've worked on as far as you know, becoming a little more expressive, or if I don't feel comfortable doing that with my team or my business partners or my wife, I have my therapist that I can talk with about those. We identified that my main responsibility as an entrepreneur is to keep everyone happy. <laughs> I have mm. to keep our employees happy. I have to keep our vendors happy. I have to keep my business partner happy. I have to keep our clients happy. Then you go home, you have to keep your family happy. And we identified sometimes when we're you know, spending all that time keeping everybody else happy, there's, there's little time left to make sure that we are happy. So carving out some of that time to create a mental hygiene regimen, you know, which we'll talk about in a little bit, on some of the things that help me personally make sure that I, I am happy. So... There's a lot of a lot of great things that that we're able to talk through, and it's going to be different for everybody. You know, I'm, I'm just sharing my examples, and, and I'm sure some of them will resonate with with people. But I think coming up with an individual plan for oneself is extremely important as well. Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to tell you about an exciting new software product that is really gaining traction in the digital agency world. It's an all-in-one marketing and sales platform, and it's built specifically for agencies. Not only will it help you save money by replacing all of your old software tools, it creates a whole new revenue stream for your agency, and you can white label it, add your branding, and sell it as your own software product. That's why hundreds of agencies have already made the switch from Infusionsoft, Marketo, and ActiveCampaign. You can get more info and access their unlimited agency plan for just $2.97 a month or start your free trial over at IgniteYourAgency.com. That's IgniteYourAgency.com. I think he just put really profound words to what a lot of people feel as entrepreneurs that we're constantly having to kind of spin these plates and keep everybody else afloat. And, uh, I know personally, uh, I lost my, uh, my business mentor for, for many, many years to suicide and he was an entrepreneur and, and it was, I mean, I can't, I couldn't put it more to a T than that, that like he got to the point where he was just, you know, he had nothing left for him. And it, it had been such a, uh, like the core had been scraped out so much that there was, you know, not only was there nothing left for him, but there was no like hope, I think of yeah. anything ever being left for him. And, uh, and, and that ended tragically. And, uh, um, yeah. I think that that's, 
you know, I think sometimes I, I, the, the book Essentialism is one of my number one recommended books for people, which again, the last thing I ever want to do to recommend to somebody that's having a mental health problem is to go read a book. Cause it's like, right. great. I'm an entrepreneur with 500 things to do. And you just, you just told me to go do another thing for five hours. Right. Uh, but the yeah. concept is like protect the asset and that you're, and I've even said this at you summit, like, you know, I've asked the people in the audience, like, what's your greatest businesses? What's your business's greatest asset? And, you know, people shout out things like team, culture, you know, process, right? And everybody like shouts out everything. And I, I kind of always turn it, it's a, it's a cheap trick. It's a parlor trick, but I'm like, nope, right. biggest asset's you, right? Like yeah. if you aren't there as the entrepreneur, right? I mean, the team will only stick around for so long until maybe that third payroll doesn't go through and they're going to probably move on, right? Um, but yeah, it's yeah. it's important to take care of that asset, right? And to protect that asset. You mentioned your mental hygiene regiment. Mm-hmm. What are you, so through this process now, and you mentioned to create your own process, but like, what are some of those things? I mean, obviously you're going to a therapist every couple of weeks. Sounds like you've done, taken a vacation, which is cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> everybody's like, oh, what's that? Tell us more. Right. What is this vacation you speak of? But what, uh, what else is a part of that mental health, mental health hygiene regimen? Yeah. So one thing that I struggled with during the initial part of the pandemic, the shutdown, we, we all worked from home for three months. Now, I remember March 17th, you know, it'll live in my memory forever. We called the all-team meeting, said, hey, we're moving to work from home. We have no idea what's going on. A lot of uncertainty. We want to play it safe. Your safety and well-being and your family's safety and well-being is the most important. And we all moved our stuff home. We were done in two hours. So that was cool that we had some neat technologies in place and somewhat of a process to be able to execute that because on the managed services side, we spent a lot of time helping other companies transition to work from home from a tech perspective. Mm. So it was great, but then I found myself stress working. And one of my friends posted an article about it. I haven't been able to find this article again, but I remember reading it. I was like, oh, that's me. And it was basically, I would get up eight o'clock. I would start, you know, my day, I would come up here in my little home office. We would grind it out five or six o'clock, call it a day. I'd go for a run, hang out with the family. But as soon as everybody went to sleep, I found myself first grabbing a couple beers out the fridge and then walking up the stairs to come work till one, two in the morning. And it, it wasn't even productive. It was just, I felt like I had to work, you know, like there's a pandemic, global pandemic happening. I don't know what's going on. We need to help our clients. We need to focus on ourselves too. It was just, I felt like there was a lot that needed to be done. And in fact, I was just stress working and not really even being productive. So I really forced myself to take a break from work. And I think in April, HBO Max did one month free. So I was like, I'm going to watch some shows that I hadn't seen in a while. The Wire on HBO is my favorite series of all time. I went through 60 episodes in 20 days. And then I did The Sopranos, which was really neat. I think that was also another reason that I I wanted to talk with a a psychologist, therapist. Mm. I saw the interaction between a mob boss. Yeah. And a if therapist. you could help Tony, it, you could help Ben, right? Yeah, that's, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, his mob boss can go in there and talk about all the stuff that he does and has to deal with. And and actually, some of it started to kind of resonate, you know, not, not murdering anybody or anything, whacking people, but, you know, just dealing with your team. You know, that's a lot of what he would talk about in his family and his interpersonal relationships. And I really, I really love that 
that interaction between them on the show. And I think that was another catalyst for me to, to kind of take action. So uh, we've also did a lot of DIY projects and I still do them now. I'm kind of a handyman. Uh, we redid our bathroom. I think I've pressure washed every square inch of concrete over here, you know, back in March and April of last year. So that, that was really a great time for me to, you know, do some things with my hands and, and get out there and, and just kind of get my mind off of everything else that was going on. Had some great family time. You know, we had some great bonding moments, playing games, just kind of hanging out, sharing stories. I recently got an Oculus Quest 2. So I've been playing a little bit of VR. Uh, that's been pretty cool. Kind of I, the immersive part of it, taking you to a different world, I guess is a pretty good way to disconnect. What I think I'm, I mean, I'm kind of hearing from you is, is, is a couple of things. One is it's okay to take a break and, you know, binge watch the wire for, for a couple of months um, yeah. or to pursue hobbies that are not directly related to work or to kind of get that recharge time. I mean, it's, it's interesting hearing you talk about that time in like March and April and I, I ride, uh, I ride a couple of different types of bikes, but one of the times I, I ride BMX at, at skate parks and stuff. And, you know, the first thing that kind of went was like skate parks, like they closed them down, the city shut them down, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. And so, you know, my sons and I, we built, uh, you know, so because we couldn't go to the skate parks, we were like biking out in the street every day. And I was like, screw it. I'm just going to build some ramps at home, right? Go go and order the the, the wood delivered from from Home Depot. And, you know, we built, uh, we built a couple of ramps and... I have to say that that time, both the like having a project that wasn't mm-hmm. a work project, like it wasn't a it wasn't a cure all for the stress around pivoting from COVID, but it definitely yeah. was a a coping mechanism for sure. I think it was a really positive one for us. I mean, it brought our family together, together gave us something to do. You mentioned that hands on stuff. I mean, I think that as a digital worker, it's so it can be really powerful to go do something that's very physical, whether it's like mowing mm-hmm. my lawn or or whatever. So I can definitely relate with that. Yeah. And but, wasn't there a trick that you were trying to accomplish that <laughs> took you a little while? So, I mean, that's really good energy. There's, there's been, there's always, focus. there's always another trick, right? Um, yeah, I think yeah. just, I've noticed BMX and, and business has a lot in common. And the second you land one trick, there's about three quarters of a second of just pure satisfaction and then immediately after, you're already imagining the next, you're like, oh, now I got to do this other thing, right? Yeah. Or yeah. I got to do it better, right? So I always find that's funny. Like when you hit that revenue target or you sell that big project, right? You're like, you're like right. oh, I'm going to, everything's going to be perfect then. And the second that you hit that goal, like there's this like three quarters of a second of enjoyment and satisfaction and then followed by uh, a deep drive to hit the next, you know, the next level. Right. And for me, it's running. So I did my first full marathon. Yeah. yeah. I had to pick a training plan that would allow me to run 26.2 miles. I had oh, wow. to, yeah, it's pretty intense, uh, 18 weeks of training. And just like in business, things didn't go according to plan. I fell ill one time and, and couldn't really breathe. So I was like, I need to stop running for a few days. I had a little knee injury kind of pop up. So I have, having to adapt and overcome during that marathon training plan and the mental parts of it, not just the physical parts is, you know, extremely important. And uh, so, yeah, I did my first full marathon last year. And like you said, I completed it. I was like, yes, this is awesome. And I was like, I could probably do that faster. (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe I'll go for an ultra marathon. Yeah. <laughs> now, now let's write it. Let's go from running 26 miles to running a hundred miles. Right. That's a, yeah. you're a true entrepreneur, Ben. You can't, right. uh, you're never going to settle with, uh, with good enough, which is, which is cool. But that's, I think a lot of us have that kind of achievement, um, mechanism as, as entrepreneurs, we like to find problems. But we also like to achieve. And I think that is a great strength. And I think we've talked today about, the dark side of that strength that when we're not achieving or when things aren't going our, our way or we have too many problems to overcome that that we can definitely, you know, burn out. We can yeah. um, not be functional. We can have breakdowns. We can hit rock bottom. And I think our episode today is hopefully, I mean, literally just scratching the surface on this topic. It is. I also love just kind of close on our core, core message today. I mean, you mentioned that that you did this marathon. I mean, I think that for most entrepreneurs, the biggest aha I've had is that running a business is a marathon and that because of that truth that, you know, you have to really focus on self-care. Like it's really like in the grand scheme of things, taking a week out of your year of 52 weeks, having one week where you don't work. Like, I don't know what that is in terms of percentages, like you know, it's a very, very small percentage of your productivity, like right. less than two, literally less than 2% or whatever of your year. Um, you know, I think we all have 2% or maybe more, 4% that we could probably unwind a little bit and the 96% is going to be way better. So that, yeah, exactly. That 96%, you're going to be more productive. You're going to be more focused. You're going to be more present. And that's the biggest thing that I've started to see with some entrepreneurs that have reached this burnout is they're present physically, but they're not present mentally, you know, mm. with your teams, interacting with your clients, you know, just focusing on your, your day-to-day in, in meetings. You can just, you can almost tell just by the way they look, you know, that they're physically present, but they're not, not fully there and, and being productive. So I think, yeah, that one week off in the grand scheme of things will add to the productivity for the rest of that time, probably tenfold if, if you didn't take it off. Ben, this has been an op- an awesome show. Lots of stuff here. I think I mentioned that we just scratched the surface today around mental health and wellness. I feel like uh, I'll, I'll get some resources from you offline if you have any extra places we can point our people. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. Uh, but real quick, are you ready for our lightning round? Sure. What is the best advice you've ever received? Help others. It's all about reciprocity. The more that I help others, the more others are going to be willing to help me. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? Definitely not reading, like you mentioned earlier. Just really drive, you know, being motivated, trying to be inspirational to my team. Can you share an internet resource, a tool or app that you use that you think our listeners will find valuable? Hopefully benmarcel.com will be <laughs> one day a good resource for, for this topic. Right now it goes to my uh, link page that has some things on it, but uh, I believe that I'm, we all need to start the dialogue on this. And I think that's going to be something that I make happen pretty quickly. And I know you just said you're not a big reader, but what book could you recommend and why? Um, keep going back to Deep Work by Cal Newport. It really helps us increase our focus, reduce our distraction so that we can become better knowledge workers. That's basically what we are in the digital marketing agency space. Awesome. Well, we will link out to Deep Work. We will also definitely link out to benmarcel.com. We will dig out that 
Gary V video that you mentioned earlier in today's show, as well as lots of other cool resources, takeaways, nuggets over at our show notes page, yougurus.com forward slash podcast. So if you're out on the road or if you're on a run and you're not in front of a computer right now to take down all these awesome notes, just check out yougurus.com slash podcast. You'll see Ben's picture right up there at the top. If you're listening to this week of click on that guy and you'll find all those resources in one place. Ben, I think you kind of already mentioned this, but how can our audience find out more about you or your agency? Is there anything else you have to check out? Sure. I would say reach out to me on Facebook or LinkedIn. Say you, you heard me on, on the podcast. I really want to start creating more dialogue around this. If you feel that you need somebody to talk with, direct message me. I would be glad to help. My biggest goal in life is I can help one person listening break through mentally and not break down mentally. I think my job is well done. Very cool. Well, I appreciate you being open to, uh, to to people chatting to you and reaching out. We'll link out to your Facebook profile, your LinkedIn profile, your website, all that kind of stuff. Also those resources. I also want to do a shout out to an organization called Big Orange Heart. I know we didn't talk about this organization today, but um, they actually are a organization around mental health and supporting remote workers that a lot of web uh, folks have, um, have have kind of shared before. They're really big in the WordPress community. So if that's something that you guys also want to uh, find out more about, bigorangeheart.org, um, definitely reach out. And any place that you know of any mental health resources, I mean, I think the, the main takeaway for me here today is if you have the intention or the need, like whoever's closest to you that you can reach out to and try to get help is a is a really great place to start. So um, definitely take it seriously. And I love your quote from earlier, Ben, around um, everything's okay, but my goal is for it to stay okay. So even if you are feeling like, oh, I don't have this issue, that's actually a really good time to build the tool set and build strength around something so it never becomes a problem. Like, I don't think we ever want this to be a problem for people. So, you know, take that mindset approach to it. Um, and I think we'll all be in a better place because of it. Ben, dude, thank you so much for stopping by the program today. Appreciate you having me, Brent. And we'll also link out to Big Orange Heart as well as Ben's site. Again, check that out at the show notes, guys. Thanks for listening today. That's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. Hey, what's up? Brent here. Quick disclaimer about today's episode. Ben and I talk about mental illness and mental health and our experience around these topics. If you or someone you know has a mental illness, is struggling emotionally, or has concerns about their mental health, there are ways to get help. Please call 911 if you or someone you know is in immediate danger or go to the nearest emergency room. You can also call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And remember, if you want that free ebook on how to scale the multiple six and seven figures, all you got to do is DM me on Facebook the word gift at Brent Weaver, and I'll send you your guide on how to achieve freedom in your business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver.